0: Welcome back to Snowballing Podcast, this is your host, Gorda Van. Today we're going to be talking to the ISR's Todd Ockenberg. Todd uh, is uh, on his uh, trip home, and uh, I got uh, able to uh, have a little quick chat with him about the upcoming uh, rules uh, meeting, which uh, has uh, changed the format a little bit uh, with the uh, current situation. Uh, all the affiliates in uh, the ISR are going to be talking uh, over a conference call. So um, we talked to Todd about uh, various uh, disciplines and uh, what the affiliates uh, uh, are going to be doing, and uh, what can be changed about uh, the current uh, snowmobile season, um, and the upcoming uh, possible rule changes? Uh, what he thinks uh, could uh, could happen. So I hope you enjoy this, and I uh, hope everybody's staying safe, and I uh, hope you enjoy this. Good. That's good. good. What do you? What have, I, what have I got you uh, doing today?
1: I'm actually on the road, headed oh, home.
0: Are ya? On a yep. bit, are we uh, coming back for a business trip, or um, what, are you, what are you up to? Nothing.
1: I was just down at my one of my kids' house.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 Todd, I've I've, I've been struggling to uh, to uh, think of what to do to talk about uh, with uh, this uh, current situation going on here, and uh, getting bored out of my mind, and uh, uh, so I thought I'd contact some people and. Uh, and talk some snowmobiling some snowmobile racing and um and see what uh uh you know is, is going on and uh, what's coming up and um let's let's get your thoughts on uh on the current state of uh, snowmobile racing and uh and uh you know the the future and uh and, and the past maybe the past year go over the past year and uh and just uh try to take our minds off all the crap going on in the world and uh and uh discuss some racing cool yeah, <laughs> so um, I mean, Todd. To, uh, I mean, sure, let, Let's talk about what's. Um, you, you've you've been to active war zones. Can you draw some comparisons of what's going on in the world right now?
1: Well, I mean, it's, I don't think there's a, a comparison at this point. I think what the leadership is going through some issues that that we went through in in uh, in the military being. being they combat units, but units put into combat. Uh, most of our cadre had had no experience in a wartime situation. When when you're going to lose lives, you know, when you're making decisions knowing that, I think that's the bad. I, I see that happening right now with our government, and you got people in positions that that are trying everything that they can do to save lives, which which we always did in the military also. But it comes to a point where. It, it's going to happen, and you have to deal with it. And that, and some people can. So, I yeah. guess, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I yeah. mean, uh, I mean, you, you know, no matter where you are, what country you're in, this is a this is a, a, a live a live thing that's going on, and it's 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 happening so fast. Uh, n- nobody with any kind of uh, experience is going to adjust as fast as it's as it's going right now.
1: Right. I mean, I mean, I, I was in a situation once. I remember a to saying, that they're next to the first sergeant and i said we need a better plan and uh <laughs> you know i mean it's just like you know sometimes you have to uh you got to build that into it it's just a reality and and um so i i guess it is hard right now for these guys
0: yeah for so, sure absolutely i mean uh, we're i mean uh, no, no matter what country you're in i'm in canada you're in the united states it's it's uh it's a fluid situation and it's uh it's sketchy it, it it really is and uh you know <laughs> I, I haven't been nervous about too many things in my life uh, you know but uh, it's it's uh, it's kind of a sketchy situation so um, um, how, what what's what, what's uh what what's your sense of what's going on in the snowmobile industry right now with uh, i have uh, I've got uh, uh, you know conversations out to some OEMs uh, to uh, get them to come on and uh, talk about um, how it's affecting them directly um, but what's uh, what, uh You've got your finger on the on the on the pulse there for the OEMs and stuff. You're constantly in touch with them. How's that? I mean,
1: everything is. You have to adjust. I mean, we were supposed to have our our rule meetings here at the end of the month, and obviously that isn't going to happen. There's a lot of companies and a lot of people that are in, have uh, travel bans and stuff like that, so they can't. As a company, they can't go anywhere. Um, so we're adjusting to it. We're having a, a conference call, and we're. We're working real hard right now to uh to develop a format that people can follow easily and um and I don't know you've ever been on a on a conference call with twenty people it's tough you know
0: yeah for sure so, so that's the plan go in the direction that that's the plan that is to have the rules meeting um or in a conference call then with all the affiliates and and stuff then hey that's the plan uh,
1: correct yeah we're gonna do it the same same as we were at the, at the end of the month here and uh and we're preparing right now in the office to get everything set up so that it it runs smoothly you know the neat thing is is that in the whole idea of you know and and that some of the packages that we have put together um with some of the knowledge that we ha- that we get from from our affiliates uh we've, we've got a good set of rules out there right now that you don't have to change. And I hate changing rules just to change rules, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. For and, sure. um,
1: and, uh, you know, they've, they've made some good decisions. We've tried hard in, uh, in uh, um, hold on, let's, um, we, we've tried hard with ISR to make, make the decisions to, uh, to give them the best information that we can to, they can make those decisions you know
0: yeah yeah
1: and um so i i'm excited right now because i'm seeing the the agenda items come in and really there's not that many and uh, that that tells me that things are working
0: right right um Sure. So, well, let's let's go through a couple of di- disciplines then, and um, and, and let's uh, let's let's discuss uh, um, what's uh, what's working really good, and maybe what uh, needs to, to be tweaked a little bit uh, for the uh, for the different uh, sanction for the different uh, affiliates. Um, uh, okay. So, um, oval racing. I mean, it, it uh, th- there was a couple rule changes this past year. They had the new Formula Three class, and and then the new um, adjusted. Um, uh, pro class uh, how did how did that uh, work out this year
1: well the The formula 3 class was actually phenomenal, and when I say that, I mean when you get a bunch of guys sitting in a room drawing up drawing up deals and, and with a bunch of what ifs you know and uh you know, no no data no no nothing built those sleds and went onto the race tracks and And it was phenomenal i mean the sleds worked right yeah Uh,
0: because yeah you know
1: the there's there's other things that people have to look at in the industry and everybody wants everybody to support things and you know some people want the manufacturers involved some people don't want the manufacturers involved you know um but it it comes down to there's there's so many different variables today than than in 1970 you know i mean um you know for instance the race sled Uh, you know, the, the race departments have control over that sled (laughs) where when you talk about the other snowmobiles, the marketing departments have control over them. Okay. Right. And they're not people that we want a 650 in this class or we want a 600, you know, they're just going to go ahead and do what, what they feel is best for the market. And, and so we've seen issues like that with the eight fifties coming out with the six fifties coming out this year. And, you know, what do you do with a 650? You throw that in the class. I mean, there's those are variables that we have no control over, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, so when you're looking at the race sled and you're you know, in three program, the more that we can use that, that sled, and, and if we can use that in oval racing, if we can use that in cross country racing, if we can use that in snow cross racing, if we can use, you know, now you have something that. That you're controlling the you know the outcome on and um so it, it, maybe that's too much but i'm i'm just trying to say that that the the formula three worked okay yeah. um and you know like it you can you can like it you can hate it you know i mean but it gave it gave the ability to uh to t- to have a manufacturer and use the good old saying that the years years ago you know what what sells on uh Wins on Sunday, sells on Monday, and put put them in a the game when they're when they're trying to go to marketing departments and get money to help in these in in these avenues, right? You know, I mean, uh, the nobody's going to put money into something that doesn't resemble what they're selling today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and um, so, but the racing in whole was was strong last. Year. Uh, yeah. You know, the enduro racing was good. Oval racing was, was, good. and, um, what people have to understand also is that the reaction, you know, and, and there was some stuff that, that we kind of told them ahead of time was going to, was going to happen just because I'm dealing with people like Jerry Cornick and, and, uh, you know, these guys have gone through this all the time. It's like repeat history repeating itself sometimes, you know, Yeah, and, and they see some of this stuff happening, you know, and, um, you know, I'm going to go back to the pro champ rules here, you know, you, you
0: created. Oh, you dropped out a bit.
1: Is that when you, when you, you created 10 or 15 people on the line in the class, you know, where before at the end of the season, we were dealing with six in the past. you know. Yeah. So, I mean, that worked and, and I give them all credit for trying that, but you know, was there, was there some other things that came with that? Yes. You know, the, the talent level when you when you put those fifteen people on the line is across the board okay it's yeah. not five ninety percent you know you got some guys at sixty and some guys at ninety and so it was just a matter of time that that something was going to happen where a where a slower racer was uh, was in the way of a faster racer you know and now now that's the affiliates job to uh to communicate with these racers before they race, and and let them know what they're supposed to do in these instances because they, they haven't had to deal with that in the past in a sprint race, you know. We very many people ever get lapped in a sprint race, right? Know, yeah, in, in a ten lap race or a seven lap race. So these are just things that that uh, that they're going to have to figure out. And uh, but you know, to have that many on the line again was awesome. Yeah, and uh, and it gave the opportunity for people to move up. Uh, I've seen guys move out of vintage racing into regular oval racing because now they figure they had a shot you know and uh and that perception has a lot to do with racing uh, uh you yeah. you can go out there and be be competitive with those guys uh you're going to give it a shot and I've seen guys do that so that that's promising
0: yeah so you still you, you still see a, a big need for uh for the champ class then uh, as as the top level you know, prima donna class. Um, You still see that then, eh?
1: Well, I'm, the affiliates going to be able to make the decisions on what they want to do for the, for the, their premier class. Okay. You know, uh, those classes have changed throughout history. Okay. And, and, you know, all I'm saying is at the end of the day, you got to put on a show. Yep. Okay. You can't, you can't, have six people on the line and um and and put on a show because people aren't going to come to watch six people they they want to see that you know and those chaps us put on a sh- mm.
0: you to the main mat
1: mm. it's fine but if you could also you know to have to have the addition of the formula 3 sleds is is so great also cuz now you got another show Those things are impressive you know yeah, yeah. and and um what I'm seeing is you're 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 running out of the the Mike Hools the, the 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 old time tuners, okay? Yeah. And and if you look at the guys that are winning right now, I don't care if you're in oval racing, if you're in snowcross racing, you know, you got Thorson in and, in and snowcross racing, you got you know some big name guys that have been around forever and they know how to tune these things, okay? And,
0: those guys are still in the background.
1: <laughs> They're still there, yeah. yeah. And and um, it, it's hard to go up against, you know, you know, what do they call it, the hool shot? You know, uh, <laughs> he's been doing it for a long time, and he's pretty good at it. So I, I just that's what I like about the form. Anyone I'm not saying that they don't work on him that much, but they don't. Okay, you don't have to be uh, a rocket scientist to to go out and be somewhat competitive out of the box, you know. Um, yeah. it, does it help to have a, a Mike with you? Of course it does, okay. But if you look at the average sport snowcross rider, um, you know, that's where the Swarm to the 3 thing could gain oh, opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, um, and do the same thing that we work with, like, some of the junior programs in snowcross, using the ECUs and the the fifty percent throttle blocks and, and things like that to calm them down and be able to um, keep it competitive, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, there's a lot of
1: tools that you can work you can work with to, to do that. And I mean, the the junior novice program throughout snowcross, you know, proved to be very very successful. And if you look back with with and um, this group up there, the CSRA, they they uh, they work with them. Heat unbelievably, you know, to, to keep them even. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you look at some of the times of the, from, from the transponders, from the, from the transition classes to the junior novice classes, to the, to the 10 to 14 or 10 to 15 classes, they, uh, it's just like boom, 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 boom. I'm, uh, and you know, that, that is what you can do when you're dealing with some of these things. Um, because it, you don't have all these different engine sizes and stuff to work with anymore like we did years ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, you, know, before
1: you put them on a 340 or you put them on a 250 or you, they they don't exist anymore.
0: Yeah, the, I mean nowadays nowadays you have the uh, the 120s, the 200s, the the 200 modifieds and stuff like that. These kids are are getting opportunities to uh climb up the uh the displacement ranks uh, and 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 honing their skills before they get up there. So, I
1: mean I think we have to look at a lot of different things. I mean that that in the right now, from the and we have to be proactive right now, uh, even though it's you know the springtime and stuff. As as affiliates, you got to start. We got to start reaching out to promoters because, like it, love it or hate it, uh, the world that we live in just changed.
0: Okay? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We have to be pro, you
1: know, uh, we have to move forward and and be progressive on how we how we look at things, you know, I mean, simple stuff like, you know, are, you, are people going to want to come and be in a crowd, you know? Do we want to put hand sanitizers in, in bathrooms, you know? And, uh, you know, these are things that as a promoter, you have to start looking at now and and prepare for, for when this goes away. It's going to go away, but I don't know how the people are going to react. You got to keep your thumb on, uh, you know, anybody go to a grocery store right now, it has changed since, you know, how long is that going to change? It's probably going to stay stay away, uh, around for a while. I mean, um, I've been in other countries, and, and, you know, you look at the Europe and, and Korea, and, you know, these people have been wearing masks in some of these places for a long time, not because of the this virus, you know, just, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm uh, not no expert on it at all. All I'm saying is that we need to... uh we need to be progressive and look at it and see what what we can do to uh to make these events come off in uh in the future.
0: Well, I'm I'm hoping this will all be over with by uh by fall and uh, and people are going to be so anxious to uh to get out and uh and go to races that uh all hopefully all will be forgotten uh in the in the and, fall.
1: Uh, and, and I'm with you on that. I I think, you know, all I'm saying is that we also need to look and be prepared, and 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 do little things that that can make people want to come and not stay away.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. How, how about how, how about snowcross and the uh, the uh, that the I guess it's been over two years now when they adopted the new 600 uh, uh, engine uh, stock dis- displacement. Uh, what's the consensus on that? How do you think that's working out? Or
1: uh, well, uh, the if you, if you look at the dollars and cents uh end of it i think it's working out it's given given the manufacturers the ability to put more dollars into some of the lower type classes um you know pro light and and uh and not be developing pipes every year and all that kind of stuff uh but it didn't Change the results. The fast guys are still fast. Okay, you're not gonna uh, that that part of it. I don't I don't think changed. Yeah, and um, uh, you know what? A lot of people don't understand. Again, we've we've evolved into where we are today, and just like a champ sled and 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 a snow cross sled, you could back up a 53 foot trailer with the best equipment in the world, and there's just not that many people that can drive this thing at that level. Okay, yep. I mean it's just the talent end of it is not. So everybody says, "Oh, we, we got to get more pros. We got to get more pros." I mean, the 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 bar is so high. You know, it's really hard to go out there and, and play with Blaine Stevenson. uh, You know, at that level, I yep. mean, he is at the top level, and uh, you know, you go out there in the snowcross world, it's the same thing. When they're at that top level you don't have you know and that that can that you can pick 5 out of and go do that. So that that's the other thing that that people don't realize is that you know when you used to have these huge feeder programs it was a numbers game, you know. Now 5 of those guys are going to make it into pros. Well, now two of those guys are going to make it into pros because we only have half the numbers that we had before, you know.
0: Yep. Yep. So um what do what what Putting putting your your um, uh, we're getting we're getting That's some break we're getting some break up on on the show here by the way your, oh, yeah. your your cell phone but um put your put yourself in the position of the uh, of the OEMs right now I mean Articat uh, had their issues this year um and um so we only really had really two major two competitor two uh, competitors in uh, in snowcross with uh, Articat Cat uh, with a, with an older sled uh, put yourself in their position how how can we get all the ma- manufacturers on an equal basis. And, uh, again, and, uh,
1: well, I think you're going to see them come back. I mean, they're, that was just a, a regroup end of it. Um, with, with textron coming in, uh, do they have a different, you know, business plan? Yes. Okay. When we just got to all work with them so that we can keep that going. Their sled was competitive this year. I mean, it was, yeah, it was still, competitive. it was just, it was still a very competitive snowmobile. And, um, so be right back in it where they were, you know, the the only bad thing about the stock racing end of it, and and we're looking at doing some, some changes. I mean, it's been brought up. I can't say that it, you know, but the development end of it comes out of that game, you know, because now you have to, if you're going to develop something, you got to do it to all the snowmobiles, you know, and, so that's a negative on on, uh, but I think you're going to see uh, that everybody's got to play that game, you know. So the difference you see now is that if somebody comes out with a great sled in the beginning of the year, they they got a great sled at the end of the year, and you can't. It makes it harder for the other competitors to uh, to make adjustments to to make up for that. You know, you basically got what you got when yeah. you. And and um, so, but uh, snowcross, you're talking about talent levels. I mean, the the guys that are winning are
0: are good guys, good fast guys, you know. Yeah. And, uh, um. What? Do, uh, what? What about? I mean, uh, um. There's been there's been some talk. Uh, some people are definitely for it. Or a lot of against it, but what about running complete production snowmobiles right off the showroom floor, like we used to in the '70s and '80s?
1: For what? It, it, you know, the, we're so far depending on what type of racing you're looking at, but like, like snowcross racing?
0: Yeah, snowcross. Yeah, and cross country.
1: You're, you're you're so far from a production sled in that in that range that. Um. You know, for instance, if you look at why we changed to the to the snowcross sled for the junior novice, and I know this is, is the lower end, of it, but it was if you took a 550 fan sled and you wanted to go race it, by the time you got done changing, you know, the idler wheels and the skid, the shocks, the the, the whole package, you know, you, you basically had that, that again much money in it as the sled as the race sled cost. Right. You know, and um, so at the end of the day, it was, what What are we doing? We've they they forced us basically to run a, so why not give them one that comes with the shocks, comes with the track, comes with the suspension, you know, instead of, and the other thing is, is now you're trying to make, you know, 15 different models before, uh, you know, whether it was a TNT or whether it was a, uh, you know the high output TNT or whatever, even though it was in that class, uh, you're trying to make them all even, and that's the hardest thing to do in the in the snowmobile world is try to make anything even. So when you can control the numbers down to four, some race departments have control. That's easier than when you know, for instance, this year, Polaris come out with a 650. What are you going to do with it?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, and you know, we're fortunate this year that that uh that they're also making a six hundred, but what happens if they stop making a six hundred? I mean, Skidoo, this happened in the hill climb world. Uh you know, they came out with an eight hundred class forever. Uh, and so now the eight fifties run with the thousands. Well it that the premier class is the eight hundreds, you know. And so these are these are things that that when you when the race department has control over what happens and not the marketing department, it's, it's easier. If you go way back in the day and look at, uh, when they used to do performance rear to come up with, and if you, if you ask anybody that was in the world back then, it, it probably wasn't the fairest game in the world either. Uh, you know, when they, when they were doing performance rating and, but it was eighty-six horsepower or whatever the heck they were trying to hit? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and uh, so, but I mean, I think what they've done so far is is, is good. Uh, the uh, you know the other thing is is that the sales dictate what wh- where the budgets come from, and if you're not selling snowmobiles, there's there's no budgets, you know.
0: Right. And
1: so you know that's what we really need to do, and that that's what concerns me more than anything right now is that. With this thing going on in the spring, are we selling snowmobiles? You know, we need to sell snowmobiles
0: for sure. And all the, and, all, the, uh, all, the all the spring sales and uh, and uh, right. pro programs are going on right now. And uh, and and,
1: nervous, you know. and you know that those are things to look at also. You there? So I hope we change the world. I'm I'm losing you.
0: I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think your cell your cell uh, signal is uh, is pretty bad where, where you are, kind of thing. So uh, yeah. you, you've been breaking out here and all, but hopefully people will get the gist of uh, what you're saying. But um, um, so uh, there, also is is there a, is there any um kind of consensus of 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 how we can get. Uh, yamaha back into racing uh, i know their 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 engine sizes and 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 models uh kind of don't fit into anything other than hill climbing right now but uh um i mean they they used to be into snow cross um when they had the open displacements but now they're they're out is there any consensus of they, how, how we can get they, them in
1: they still fit into the, the snow cross program that the the four-stroke motor package that they do have can compete in the 600 class uh they did compete in the formula three class with a 600 with with a four stroke because it cause that four stroke motor is i want to see it's it's authorized to race with the snow cross 600 motor right and uh so uh i think we've seen in eagle river and in uh At the Sioux, but I think the guy got an accident at the Sioux and hurt, and that kind of took him out for the season Uh and um, for the rest of the season. I I should know his name, and I don't off top of my head right now. But I'm glad everything's all right. And but they put on a good program with that, with with the Yamaha, and um, so I mean that was another. That's another benefit of the bringing all four of them back together. Is it going to bring Yamaha into racing? No, but it. I mean, I don't know, but it, it's going to give the people the ability to use it in that class, and that's what these guys wanted to do. And there's a lot of fans out there, a lot of blue fans, you know. So, uh, sure, you know, back 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 in the day uh, when they first came out with the the RX one, uh, you know, we were all red uh, at that time. I was I was running Eagle Rivers track. on Friday night thunder that was for 440s only and we've opened it up to 600s and uh, that what that did is it, it gave the opportunity for the Yamaha to come in and play and boy the crowd loves to see all all the flavors out there you know
0: yeah yeah
1: and at the end of the day if, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna move forward the, the everybody's got to win the racers got to win the promoters got to win the same Everything you can do to to help these guys out, you know. And I, I see these guys on the internet all the time beating up these these you know promoters, and, and it's like, you know, guys, these are, these are the guys that are putting on the show, and you know, most of them are doing it because of the because of uh, their love for the sport. Okay, there's nobody, I guarantee you, there's nobody out there in the snowmobile industry putting on races, getting rich.
0: Yeah, you know? for sure. It's just
1: it's not. It's not you got to thank guys like like Kenny Vaughn and and John Daniels and and uh, you know the the CPTC up in Canada and, and USSA and uh, you know because at the end of the day, if anybody's ever worked for any of these guys or done it, they do it because of the love of it. They don't do it because everybody's out here getting rich because they're not.
0: Yeah, and a, a lot of them, a lot of them took a big hit with uh, having to cancel their last uh, few events uh, this year too. So
1: in the uh, snowmobile world, I want to say we were somewhat fortunate compared to some of the other deals. I mean, we did lose some major events. I mean, Michigan, Snowcross, and then the Grand Geneva event. Um, I don't know. You might help me out of Canada, Did Ken lose his last one?
0: Yeah, last, last, last two. Last two, yeah. So, um,
1: you know, though. Like Isaac, I mean, there's literally guys on the line in Michigan when the guys come on and said we're done, you know. Yeah. So I mean, all that money was already spent. The toilets were delivered. The you know, the hot dogs were on the cookers. You know, what I mean, and it was like that's really hard to swallow when when everything is up and running
0: and it's and it's done. You know, that's when you don't and, get your money back.
1: Well, and and you're and, uh, internet, and it's like. You know, when, when a race gets canceled because of snow or because of uh, the cold, um, you know, the, everybody throws their stuff in the trailer and goes home and says, oh, that got canceled. You know, well, the guys that were putting that on had already spent all that money, you know, and, and it's, that's devastating. You know, uh, again, I, I ran the derby track, and when you had cold, cold, Your income got cut in half, you know, and and, but everybody goes on to the next race, and nobody thinks about that. But that was a huge hit, and sometimes it takes two years to recover from something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, How how about the the the, the vintage racing? It seems to be really taking off now, uh, Todd. Um, um, How can we continue to keep that uh, that uh, uh, discipline going? The
1: vintage racing is. is and um, you know, I mean, one of the one of the main reasons that vintage racing succeeds is because uh, we didn't give them a reason to quit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know, in the rule business, uh, you can do that, and you know, so you got to be careful with that. Also, the um, the uh, I look at I look at this sometimes, and I I see people that want to make changes and. Again, it's just because you've been around it and you've seen it and we didn't do that with the vintage guys. We, we let them, uh, we let them race. Yeah. And, and uh, so that, that should be a lesson to everybody. Uh, that's, that's why
0: that has succeeded so much. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I got to go here, my man. Okay. Well, so, it was it was, it was great. great talking with you. Yeah. It was great. Uh, Todd, uh, you know, t- take care, uh, be safe and, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, pass on my uh, my hellos and uh, good lucks yeah. and safety to all your buddies in the, in the United States so
1: okay buddy have a good one thank you, you. you bye too.
0: take care